Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Julia Kender. And I'm Rebecca Juarez. And tonight, the Devils will take on the Detroit Red Wings in the first night, uh, in the first game, I guess, since the trade deadline exciting and nerve-wracking <laughs> nerve-wracking they have new faces old faces and kind of a mixed up lineup yeah so uh i'll just get into the lineup now it's uh first line hughes he share paul mary second line wood zajac anderson third line brat saka gusev fourth line rooney mcleod hayden Defensive pairings are Mueller, Subban, Merma, Severson, and Clayson, and Carrick. And Schneider is in net. That's his first start since being called up, right? Yes. Schneider? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Um, I personally love seeing Anderson on the second line. Yeah, I agree. Instead of the fourth. Well I deserved. like that. Very yeah. well deserved. Yeah, I agree. Love that. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Just like new, old, like I know. I guess I guess we'll see how it works. I don't really know. It's their time to make mistakes and figure stuff out. Exactly. So so we're gonna let them have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that I wanted to bring up that's just like a little sweet tidbit is Clayson and Brad know each other from Sweden. And they were, like, speaking Swedish in the locker room. And Brad's, like, showing him how everything works. And little fun fact, they have the same workout coach back in Sweden. And they skate together in the summer. So. Oh, that's, like, really nice knowing that, like. I know. They're buddies. They're buddies. That makes it easier to, like, transition. And, aw. Yeah, I think it's really great. Like, that's actually really important. Like, that's a very important thing to, like, consider. Wow, that's really nice. Because, like, you're coming into this new locker room. You've been in the AHL for most of the season. Like, and then to come in and, like, have a friend is really yeah. important. Oh, that makes me feel better. It Aww. makes – I know. It's so nice. It's so nice. So I'm really oh, happy about that. Now, so I'm glad soft. that they, like, have each other to speak their native language with. Like, I just love that. I love it so much. So much. <laughs> Yeah, it was a sweet tidbit <laughs> that I wanted to throw out there. Um, something that we didn't talk about that we will talk more about later in the show, but I wanted to put it out there while we talk about the lineup. Merkley was sent down. Oh, I missed that. I missed that until this morning. I missed that. Yeah, and everyone thought it was a paper move at first, and then they recalled who was it, Mermis and Anderson maybe, um, they just sent them down as a paper move for the playoffs, but they sent Merkley down. Huh. Which I don't like. Me neither. I don't think I like that at all. He was doing well. I'm very confused. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't understand that he was doing very well. And like, there wasn't really much of, like, a sample size to even, like, look at. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he was here for... That many games. That many games. Like... And in the games that he was here, he 
you could tell. Exactly. So, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't either. Hopefully, he gets called up again soon. But, like. But even, like, doing it initially, I don't like that. I don't like it either. Interesting. Okay, so Corey Schneider's in net, and I'm very glad that he's in net tonight yes. because he's playing the worst team in the NHL. Exactly. And that's a very good way to ease him back into the NHL. I was going to say, I know we talked about it earlier, but there it could not – like, this schedule could not have worked out better to yeah. have a game to ease him back into this. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. You know what I mean? No, no. And a win's but, a win. Like, it's not like it's – Even exactly. if you have to win, like, it's not like it's, oh, but it was again. No, a win no. is a win. Exactly. So I I think this is perfect for him. Um, and I'm really hoping that he, like, comes out and has a great game. Um, so. I'm excited to see him back in that um, – Hopefully he'll get his first NHL win of the season because he doesn't have one in seven yep. games played. Yep. Um, but I really hope that he'll, you know, kind of show the Devils what he did down in Binghamton. Exactly. Exactly. Like there's a reason he's here, and yep. I hope he I hope he shows it. So yeah, I believe in him. I do. I do too. And oh my gosh. Okay, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there's this video and. <laughs> It's from Kyle Palmieri's ball that he had, like, over the weekend. And Jack Hughes comes in and giving peace signs, dabbing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Corey Schneider's like, okay, buddy, come on. <laughs> and <he's> like, <laughs> oh, my God. And Corey Schneider, like, puts his hand on his shoulder and is like, okay, come on. <laughs> he's like, enough. <laughs> that is he's so like funny. his dad. <laughs> I know. That is so funny. It was Because Jack Hughes is, like, in his suit. He's, like, dabbing. And it's like... <laughs> He's like, stop embarrassing yourself. <laughs> it's that so is funny. Comical. That is so funny. I'll have to find that video. That is so funny. I will send it to you. I'll tweet it out on the doubles account so everybody can see it because it is so funny. My friend sent it to me. Um, oh my god! And it was just like, he's just such a kid, you know? Like, <laughs> I like mean, sometimes, he is. Like, exactly. Like sometimes I forget just how much of a kid he is because of like the roles he's playing on the ice but like he really genuinely he's just he's still just a kid just a kid so glad he could have a little bit of fun (laughs) there's this one thing um this one picture or two pictures it's a set of pictures and it's nico seeing andy green again at the ball and he just looks so happy and like it made me I know it made me so sad that is emotional I don't that's sad it made me so sad I I know that hockey is just a business but man trades rip your heart out I know (laughs) like it just it's sad just so sad um speaking of trades if you want to hear a little bit about Wayne Simmons, I will be on the Locked On Buffalo show later this week. I'll get you guys more info, and I'm just going to be talking about Wayne Simmons um, on that show for a little bit. So Perfect, because you have experience with him as a flyer and a double. Exactly. Perfect. Could not have picked a better person to talk about Wayne Simmons. <laughs> I know, so I'm very excited for that. So I'll get you guys more info once we solidify the actual date, um, but that'll be fun. 
That will be fun. I'm excited for you. Um, okay, let's get into the goaltending comparison. Oh my gosh, I just realized I made all of the talking points for today. Guess what I forgot? What? Special teams. Julia, how dare you? <laughs> Are you feeling okay? Oh my I don't god. know. <laughs> oh god. This is it's that no re, no wonder it's snowing seven inches in Chicago right now. I you know. forgot special teams. I know. I did this. You did. You really did. Did this to yourself. Wow. <laughs> uh, so goaltending comparison. Schneider doesn't have the best sample size numbers, but he looked great down in Binghamton. <laughs> that was a really long pause. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of how to word it. He looked yeah. good down in Binghamton. He basically got them to a playoff run. Yeah. Um, and I think that he is going to improve down this stretch of time with the Devils. Yeah. Um, I the think way I that... look at it is, yeah, his sample size with the Devils so far has not been great, but there's a reason he's up, and there's a reason that this team believes in him the way they yeah. do right now. So, And he may need to like, have a transitional period of like getting back into the NHL, which I wouldn't which blame him for. Which is to be expected. For, but, like, like, yeah. But... Also, like the rest of the team is also going through going through like a transitional period after the trade deadline. So, again, yep. could not have worked better. <laughs> could not have worked yes. better. So Schneider's record right now in the NHL is 0-6-1. Goals against average is four point five six, and his save percentage is 0.852. Now, I'm gonna bring something up, and it's it doesn't <laughs> this doesn't matter because Jimmy Howard isn't playing today. But I just want to bring up his record. It's 222 and 2. So it always <laughs> could be worse. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Wow. That yeah. is a number. <laughs> could be worse. Wow. It could. Wow. But in net tonight is Jonathan Bernier with new pads apparently Mackenzie Blackwood was like talking about his new pads he's the first person in the league to wear that like Mackenzie Blackwood's a goalie nerd and I love it Uh uh-huh it's actually funny it's like kind of funny to think about it is so funny he's just a little goalie nerd I love it he was like yeah like they have they're like blank pads or like don't have any um like CCM or anything on them and he's like the first guy in the league to wear them he's wearing them tonight and like (laughs) I think it's so funny. funny. That's so funny. He's like keeping tabs. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, buddy. (laughs) So uh, Bernier's record is 13, 19, and 2. Goals against average is 2.90, which is pretty good, for especially for the team he plays for. And the save percentage is 0.908. So way better numbers than Corey Schneider right now. Yeah, I was going to say, not really like comparable, but... Anything can happen. <laughs> exactly. The Devils beat the Washington Capitals the other day. Like, anything they, can happen. They did. And, yes, we will continue to keep talking about that because it makes no sense. <laughs> I remember. So, I remember the first game against – not the first game. The first game they won against the Devils this season. Mm-hmm. I was in New York, and I was sitting <laughs> – I was sitting in my boyfriend's house, and I was, like, casting the game through Chromecast onto his TV – and 
were like eating dinner in the other room and I heard someone like I heard the commentators go like goal or whatever and they were like don't you need to go look at that like his roommates and I was like (laughs) no it's probably like against the devils and I like got the notification on my phone and I was like oh the devils are winning (laughs) (laughs) and I just had me vivid memory of being like no like they probably got scored on again I don't care (laughs) that is so funny that is so funny yeah that was a time where you expected the worst it really was yeah and I was like I don't know what's going on yeah hockey doesn't make sense ever it doesn't ever and that's where we're at Okay, so let's go into players to watch for the mm-hmm. Wings. Yes. Um, Dylan Larkin and his butt, because every time I think <laughs> of Dylan Larkin, I think of the butt video. If you haven't seen the butt video, it's all about Dylan Larkin being like, I need special pants because I have hockey I have butt. A hockey butt. <laughs> <laughs> the and, fact that somebody okay, like, like okayed that is just comical to me. And like it's like a slow pan up of his legs to his butt and like it is literally the funniest thing you will ever watch in your entire life. I promise. Please go watch it. It is so funny. So funny. Um, so Dylan Larkin, he is leading the team in assists and points with 17 goals, 28 assists, and 45 points in 64 games. He has two goals and three assists in the last five games. So Dylan Larkin's obviously my player to watch he's been I'm, just very good i am formally crowning myself as the president of the save dylan larkin club yeah so i just buddy i will rescue you i will rescue you i promise one of these days i will come in and save you <laughs> me personally will save you not today not today <laughs> but soon i promise dude okay Anyway, my player to watch is Tyler Bertuzzi, um, and he is leading the team in goals with 18 in 46 games, which is, eh, (laughs) it's the Red Wings, so it's all right. It's, it is the Red Wings. So, well, you gotta take what you can get at this point. Take what you can get. (laughs) I know, I was thinking, like, Dylan Larkin leads the team in points with 45 in 64 games played. And I was like, that's not a lot. Not great. It's 18 and 64. But I'm just, at this point, I'm just like, it is what it is. It is the Red Wings. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally take what you can get. It, that is all I can ask for. So, but. yeah. <sighs> Devils players to watch. Who do you have? Um. So, that's a good question. Nikita Gusev, five assists in five games. I think he's been really, really um, a huge part of this team as of late. Um, and I think he's definitely my player to watch for the Devils. I love Goose. Me too. Me too. Also, did you see, look- wait, did you see a video of him with the kids? And it was like little Goose, big Goose. Did you see that? Yes. Oh my God. It's so cute. Also, it's so cute. Goose is, let me check. He's 27. He looks like he's 12. <laughs> You're right. You are right. But he does not he look old enough to have so kids. Young. <laughs> like he looks like such a such a child and he's older than me and I don't understand. <laughs> like he he looks so young. Like buddy, tell me your secrets. 
What's your yeah, skincare? What's your skincare? Like, like swap, buddy. I need I need your secrets. Give me some magic, please. Yeah, he's killing the game. Um, Drop the link. <laughs> killing the skincare game. <laughs> um, my player to watch is Jasper Bratt, who has two goals in the last five games, but he's also just been playing so like he's been so on it. Yeah, for sure. He's been so on top of his game. Ever since they like scratched him, he's come yeah. back with a vengeance, and he's been yeah. like, "Oh, you scratched me! I'm gonna show you why you shouldn't scratch me again." Which and... is maybe maybe what what was their like thought process behind it? Like maybe they did it to kick him in the butt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I remember when it happened, and we were like angry. Yeah. But, like, and I mean, rightfully so. I'm still angry and bitter about it, but also like the result product of that has been really good and it's good to see him like hit another gear and like really get going so yeah and I remember um everyone was joking on Twitter like oh you didn't score in the shootout you're scratched (laughs) (laughs) and now he's been back and he's been playing really well so I'm happy about that I agree I agree and realistically like that's what's important is like he's out here helping the team out so good for you buddy good for jesper bratt um jesper bratt fan club over here i think i did a whole episode on him earlier in the season i love that actually first of all i don't think i've ever talked about this i love his name i think the name jesper is so cool like i just love his name i think it's neat i also i miss jesper boquist because we had the jespers (laughs) i thought that was cute (laughs) I just love that name. I like, I don't know, like it's not, not a common one at all. And I just, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Speaking of Boquist, he's doing very well down in Binghamton. So <laughs> we love just you. Saying. Everybody's saying like the Jesper Boquist, like experiment. I forget who said that. I think it might have been experiment. Like him and Binghamton <laughs> have been so good. And That's I'm very so happy funny. for it. That is such a funny like experiment. It's what a phrase. I know. I know that is fun funny. That's um, funny. So now we're going to talk a little bit more about Merkley because I put a sad face in our notes. <laughs> I was sad about it. She um, really did. <laughs> I thought that he brought so much potential to the lineup. Oh, I'm At so me too. And I frustrated. genuinely like cannot think of a reason to really like, send him back down. Game, he had two points. Like, I don't understand. And then his third I, game, he got hurt. Unless yeah, he's which, more I mean, hurt than we think. Yeah, and they, they're sending him down, like, for To that. make room? Yeah. Which, like, I mean, could very well be the case. That there, could be the case. Like, send him down for the playoffs, let him yeah. rehab there. Yeah. And then call him back up later. Yeah. Which, I guess... I guess he was talking to Amanda Stein like his eye was like half open (laughs) (laughs) because it's so it was so close to his eye yeah oh my god he said uh he was like it was so scary because he couldn't see out of his eye at first and he was like he thought maybe like it was his eye um not above his eye and then he went to the trainers and they like cleared his eye which was good but that's terrifying because I, I remember I don't know if it was when he was with the Blues or the Flyers but Chris Pronger had an eye injury and yes I do remember that 
And Chris Pronger said for a while he would get scared by his own children because he wouldn't be able to see them out of his peripheral. That is so, like, low-key heartbreaking. Like, like, that hurts my heart. I know. Like, you ever, like, sometimes, like, stop and think about, like, the actual, like, physical, like, stress these guys go under, like, just to play this game. Who took the puck to the face? I think it was Felino. And he had, like, two black eyes from it. Can you imagine your dad coming home from work with two black eyes? Two black eyes. And you're just like, yeah, this is normal. Like, this is what happens. LOL. Like, Like, I don't know. There's just, like, sometimes I sit down and think about, like, the injuries and stuff that these guys, like, go through. Yeah. And I just, I just, it baffles me and, like, kind of, like, I don't know. It's just like it's a lot to think about. Like these guys just put themselves through so much to play this game. Yeah. Like I get I I know like and I get it's like the nature of it. Like I get that's what hockey is, but like I don't know, it's a lot to think about sometimes. <laughs> I believe it was Zach Hyman last year during the playoffs. Maybe it was Morgan Riley. Like tore an ACL and refused to get an imaging of it oh because he didn't God. want to be out. God. Like Ugh. I remember and Connor McDavid was like, I'm not gonna get surgery. And it's like, okay, yeah. but like that would be way better for your career in the long run, dude. Like, oh my god. And now he's he hurt himself again and now he's back again. And oh my And he god. scored an unreal goal as to the yeah. first game back. The first game back. Did. It was wild. Freaking Connor McDavid. <laughs> exactly. Um last year in the playoffs for the Flyers, like Sean Couturier and like Ivan Provorov were like literally Dead. like their limbs were hanging off like Ivan Provorov couldn't like use his arm like, remember. and like it was just like a normal thing like like buddy like it's just and at some point it's more detrimental to your team exactly than it is being out there hurt than you sitting exactly exactly but so. they don't understand that <laughs> they just keep going um and then the last point we want to talk about. Okay, I'm conflicted about McLeod's call-up. <laughs> I am. Because Fitzger- I believe it was Fitzgerald. He said something like, it's his time to make mistakes and learn, which I really like. I really yes. like that outlook. Yes. I really like the giving him an actual look rather than playing him very little minutes and yeah. being frustrated when he doesn't produce. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've been saying this for a while now. I think Nathan Bastian deserves a call-up. Okay. He has 29 points and 55 games played. Um, huh. Or Zetterland. Zetterland's been really good, too. He only has 17 points and 40 games played. But he's been really good lately. But Bastian. Yeah. Um, I remember two guys standing out to me when I was at the Binghamton Phantoms game. Mm-hmm. And it was Merkley. And Bastion. And I one of them are up. <laughs> I know. I was like, who's who is that? And I was like, I looked on my little sheet that had all of the names and the numbers. I was like, Nick Merkley, that makes sense. And I was like, who's that other guy? And I was like, Nate Bastion, that makes sense. Yeah. He deserves a call up and he hasn't gotten a look. And I don't know why, but he's been playing so consistently. Interesting. So, um, I know I talked about this. If you listen to the show with Jeff Ulmer back during the bye week, 
um, he mentioned Bastion and I talked with, who was it? Um, Chris Wassel, who also mentioned Bastion and Bastion is such an underrated prospect. Yeah. People don't think about him. People don't talk about him a lot because they have flashy players like Mikey McLeod. Mm-hmm. But Nate Bastion's like one of the more quiet players and he gets his job done. Yeah. So I think Bastion deserved a call up over McLeod this time. Um, but I do like the idea of letting McLeod make mistakes and learn from them and giving him this time to actually play him rather than limit his time and like maybe move him around the lineup rather than giving him like a few minutes per period. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like no, conflicted. I, I have both of those feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it makes sense. Like your feelings are, they make sense. Yeah. Like, I think that's the thing about AHL teams is like, there are so many guys that, like, if you genuinely watch and follow on any AHL team, there are a lot of guys guys on an AHL team who deserve a call-up and then just don't ever get it. And it's really heartbreaking. Like, it's really sad yeah. because these guys, these guys are, they, there's, they put a lot, they put a lot into this and they deserve sometimes more than what they get. So. AHL players don't get the recognition they deserve. Yeah, I completely agree. Completely agree. So, like a lot of people, a lot of times people like kind of look down on AHL players because yeah. they're not NHL players, and like look down on people who are fans of AHL players because like heaven forbid you like anybody who isn't in in the NHL. Like it's I don't know they they deserve a lot more than what they get. And it's, I agree. It's sad. And AHL games are so much fun. Um, I have said this time and time again, but there have been multiple times where I've gone to a Phantoms game and genuinely, like, the atmosphere there is better than a Flyers game. Like, genuinely. Like, there is just something... I don't even know how to put it into words, but there is something else about an AHL game that you just don't get at an NHL game. And it it helps that they're usually in smaller market towns or cities. So that those people can really throw themselves into supporting this team. Yeah. Because they don't have any big market teams. Mm -hmm. And so they get their kids into it. And like, it's just, I don't know. I just really like the AHL. And I think the players deserve the recognition and they don't get it all the time. I completely agree. Completely agree. It's sad. (laughs) And with that. That concludes our podcast for today. So thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this one and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Go Devils.